Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allow the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, everyone, on this Monday. Um, I am Marge Bowen. I'm here with Margaret Miller. We're Mystic Margaritas, and we're thrilled to be joining you today on Inspired Choices Network. We're going to have some juicy, juicy discussion today, I think, Margaret. It, I just feel it coming on. Yes, <laughs> and, indeed. Right? And the focus yeah. today is on the 33rd Gene Key, which takes us, um, we, we're going to really discuss mindfulness, and I think we're going to get to that in a little bit different twist today than most people um, think about mindfulness. But um, this gene key is really about moving from forgetting to revelation um, by way of mindfulness and um, the attention we need to pay to our path and our experiences and our processes. And so this is this gene key is, the, is one of the gene key keys of, of trials. It's all about trials. And we all have many trials that come into our lives at different points in our lives. Um, so we can move into quite a place of overwhelm. Yeah. And so this is about overwhelm and what we do and where it takes us and all of that fun stuff, Margaret. Hmm. Yeah, you know, and, and I, it really is so appropriate that it's called the shadow of forgetting and it's it's forgetting on so many different levels right it's with us when you think speak of overwhelm for instance you sort of forget uh you forget who you are or you forget um like when i get overwhelmed i forget all of the tools that I have in my toolbox, <laughs> such as mindfulness, right? And I and I and and I don't even, um, you know, I, I don't even remember that I am this uh, this powerful being. That's right, and you know, the overwhelm um, in the brain is—I mean, it's a brilliant system we've talked about many times, but. Um, and in the central vessel. So the central vessel is an energy channel that is kind of one of the special uh, special meridians. And so it comes up the center of our body and ends right here under the lower lip. And it has a special relationship with the brain. It kind of energizes the brain and it's about overwhelm. And you can feel the ungrounding that can happen when that is challenged and, and its partner is the governing vessel, which comes up starts the tailbone, com comes up the spine around the head and actually literally ends underneath the li upper lip. And its relationship is with the nervous system. So, you know, I always think about the level of stress that sometimes we humans enter into. And um, I know I can relate to a time in my life where I was on under a level of stress that I was in complete my younger years. But when I look back on that time, I don't remember a thing mm -hmm. except that, um, you know, except that I, what I did remember from that time until I trans kind of transformed that was this intense guilt and blame 
mm. came from that. And yeah. this is a part of that picture, this whole guilt and blame. Yeah, you know, it, that's really interesting that that came up right away. I, Because I, I was thinking about this in terms of, you know, when, when we are under a lot of stress, <clears throat> there tends to be uh, either that overwhelm or some kind of victimization, right? <clears throat> we either feel like we're the victim of something or or we're just overwhelmed and we, you know, we can't even find ourselves. And, and this is awesome for me because um, as we, you know, as every time that we start into a conversation, Marge, there's, there's, it's been that I've experienced whatever gene key or whatever topic we're getting ready to talk about, that's what comes up for me. And it, and I get to like go through it and experience it. And so, so for instance, you know, I'm, I'm going through something right now that's causing me a lot of stress and it's, it's, uh, it's physical, you know, I'm having a, some physical dif difficulties, but what is the result of that and, and what I'm watching myself do is um, start into this shaming of myself and blaming of myself. And, you know, I, I should be able to get these things done. I have, I have a really um, wonderful, exciting Thing happening, you know, some great clients coming to to work with me for several days, and blah blah blah, you know. And I should be in this really wonderful, excited place, and instead, I am like <laughs> I'm in a very challenging place, and Don't so by that. right, right, and so I notice that that as I'm as I'm in that place my breathing is really shallow all of the things that you know that indicate stress and overwhelm are are up and so i get to in that moment it you know notice it and try and bring myself back <laughs> it's very challenging and thank you for sharing that because because it is um, a trial. It, the piece is that makes these things a trial is what we do with that information, right? And where you went, your, your perfect description of going into blame and shame and guilt or whatever else, you know, there is, you know, that overshadow, that begins to be the current that we're in. That begins to be the frequency we're standing in. And that's very painful. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, that can set the tone. And that's probably very old. And actually, when we go into guilt and blaming and all of that, you know, we're talking about the collective ego. Okay, so meaning all of society and family voices, and right. what we learn to believe as we've grown up. And it can also, of course, be part of our ego and our ego is there to make us safe. But, you know, it, it definitely dances in the mental body in a strong way to the mm -hmm. point where it can rule and make this even more of a trial than it needs to be. So then it becomes about how do I maneuver through this and transform it to something different. Right. And in the I Ching and in the I Ching, this is called the retreat. Um, and it, the retreat and hiding, which is kind of interesting. And 
it talks a lot about saying the inner no. And what that means is being able to um, let go of the blame of the guilt and say the inner no to blame. And when we're able to do that, it starts transforming the energy around whatever issue this is. Right, right. And then it, and it's also that inner no is is also being able to say, say the outer no to to people and things and, you know, and circumstances uh, that are causing us to come in to go into overwhelm or into um, that that blaming. And, you know, it. Uh, it's tied in a lot uh, for me, like you said, the past, you know, our childhood stuff and um, people pleasing, like being afraid of saying no, because I might, um, they might not like me anymore, or they might, you know, <laughs> they might have some judgment or of me or whatever, when what I really need to do is you know, say, no, talk to the hand, you know, to, I, time out. <laughs> it's so second chakra energy, right? Because second yeah. chakra is about our boundary. It's about relationships with others and about boundaries, about our emotions mm -hmm. and learning what boundaries to put in place. So of course, when we're younger, we don't have so we don't have opportunity to put in boundaries in place. Our family puts it boundaries in place for us or doesn't and so from there we go into you know our adult years and have to figure all that out right and so when when we are in this place of of guilt blame shame we really start to we we start to behave in a way that that sacrifices mm -hmm. ourself so the, the the archetypal energy of second chakra is the martyr yeah. and that's about sacrificing who we are for anything out here or others out here. And then we get resentful and we get mad and we, you know, we start blaming them. So it's not me, it's them, right? right. It's, it, it's the cycle we can stay in. And so, and so the transforming energy is the energy of the empress or emperor. Okay. And just in that, you can hear the authority, right? That takes place um, within ourselves and saying the inner no. Oh, you pulled a card that match that matches this. What is it? The Emperor. Oh, <laughs> that's the card that I pulled for our show today. Is the Emperor? Yep. <laughs> so well, keep talking about the Emperor here for a minute. <laughs> well, the Emperor Empress. If you think about the responsibility that they hold to, as head of the village or the people, you know they they know it's a great responsibility. They also know that I must care for myself in every way. I'm deserving of all of this. You know, I'm, it, there's a big inner authority. I know which boundaries to have in place because I need to be in a really solid place so that I can take care of you or my village or whatever. And so it's a, it's a clarity of the value that I have of myself to create the boundaries necessary so that I can be as effective as possible for others. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and in order to do that, you, we have to, we have to really begin to remember who we are. Right. And that's, you know, and, and to remember, like you just said so beautifully and remember, you know, the value of 
us being at our prime and us being in the best possible place that we can be in our own hearts and our own bodies and our own minds so that we can be of service to everybody else. Otherwise, you get we get into this place where, where it's, you know, we're not taking care of ourselves or anybody else and things start falling apart. Exactly. And I think this uh, withdrawing, this this hiding, right, the retreating and hiding, I think this is an interesting thought that we need to withdraw from the fears and the doubts. That's mm. part of hiding, you know, that's part of the retreating. It isn't just retreating from people or retreating from situations. We need to retreat from our own fears and doubts because that's what's really feeding the the insecurity, the blame, you know, the lack of being able to instill the boundaries necessary to maintain happiness and harmony in relationships. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is also, I mean, when we when we uh, when I was looking at the the gene key and looking at the shadow part of it, uh, Richard Rudd talks a lot about um, you know our the karma or the uh, what do they call it the sanskaras where where we have this um, pat these patterns right from childhood or from possibly from other lifetimes or, or generational or, or however you want to look at that in our DNA um, that that are that we keep going back to and and they cause us to really forget who we are and and to you know when we're when we're in that stressed out place or that um that doubt we, that that's what i want to talk about is what you said about doubt because when we start doubting ourselves or, or being in fear then we we automatically go back to the lowest sort of the lowest common denominator that we can that we can remember <laughs> and start operating from that place and what what a um what a challenging thing it is to, for us to um to tr try and break out of that and so when we get back from break i want to uh, i want to move into um uh talking about how we're going to get into mindfulness because i'm tired of being wallowing in this place. I'm ready. I'm ready to move forward. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. So you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. We're Mystic Margaritas on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and, well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas, in this context, represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. All right, Margaret. Well, you're, you're quick to leave the overwhelm and move into mindfulness, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> want to get this, uh, <laughs> this retreating, although retreating is so, and this is part of the mindfulness, this retreating. And um, I love the idea of retreat um, because withdrawing, quieting down, stepping back, um, I think the value that that brings is really just beginning to let things settle and not stay in the busy mind of it, the guilt of it, the blame of it, the, you know, the ego of it, all of that, stepping back. And to, for me, it's stepping back in such a way that I begin to see the bigger picture of my life and my lessons and how they all fit together and how they created who I am. Mm-hmm. And um, so mindfulness in this respect can mean something different than just, you know, going quieting down, quieting your mind, seeing what comes up, you know, let be in nothingness to see, let things settle and see what comes forth. It can also be a, about creating. It can be active, actually. Mindfulness can literally be active. It can be creating. It can be imagination. It can be some ritual that helps us step into the magic of, of, seeing the beauty of this life and and how it goes the intelligence that exists mm-hmm. i think i think that sometimes when we are bogged down in in blame it's hard to move into that place so before we really i'm gonna, and then i'm going to hand it over to you to talk about mindfulness but before we go there i just have a couple of suggestions that i think were brilliant for dealing with saying the inner no to blame Okay, because until we say the inner no to blame, this energy isn't going to shift. and It's going to be really hard to move into mind, the kind of mindfulness we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And so so one of the first steps in saying the inner no to blame and letting go of guilt is in truly being sorry. Like I am truly sorry, because Mm -hmm. the reason we've come to this place of, of blame and guilt is that there's been some kind of mistaken thing that's happened in us, whether it's mistaken idea that resulted in a behavior that I'm not really, you know, feeling good about whatever it is, but saying I'm truly sorry to myself about the situation. And then, and then um, that, that rids the mistaken idea that led to this, this mistake. So there, the mistaken idea 
is the behavior or the thought I held that created this upset. So um, I think that saying I'm truly sorry and that I am not gonna, I understand the mistaken idea or behavior and I'm gonna choose something different next time. That's the way to let it go. Yeah, yeah, I, that's a beautiful uh, suggestion. And and it kind of is reminding me of, of the book that I'm reading right now to that's been helping me um, kind of move through some of the uh, the uh, physical pain I've been having, the back pain that I've been having, and it's um, uh, mind-body prescription. And it was written, like, I think about 30 years ago, uh, Dr. Sarno, I think is his name. and But he's talking about how, uh, you know, the physical manifestations of, of a lot of different, um, uh, you know, syndromes and things like that are actually you know, they're, they're created by a situation going on in the mind and in the, in the deep subconscious. And so like when you're talking about, you know, talking to yourself and, and forgiving, you know, having a, a conversation of forgiveness with the self, well, he's also saying that, that, that the, a lot of these symptoms that people are having, uh, uh, you know, back pain and, and all kinds of pains are related to uh, like deeply repressed anger and other, you know, really kind of frightening emotions that we don't, gen that, that are, that the inner psyche, you know, the, the subconscious doesn't want us to become conscious of. Right. Because, they, you know, that that would be too scary. And and so as I've been working through that, it's been that same sort of a conversation. Right. Where where it's like, OK, mind. <laughs> OK, mind. You know, I understand that you're trying to keep me safe from these, you know, these uh, this repressed anger or whatever. But I'd rather I'd rather face it. And as I've been doing that. To be quite honest with you, as I've been doing that, it's been working and my pain uh, is subsiding, you know, and if I start to feel it again, then I, I do it again and, and I, I bring the inner child out, you know, and next to me and I, I'm like, okay, we got this, we're safe, you're safe with me, I've got this under control, I'm going to tell that mind, <laughs> I'm going to give it the what for, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And, and say and and say you know let's do this differently so i think it's i think it's go ahead it's a cool example of how we cannot separate our physical from our our deep psyche mental emotional experience you know we just we just can't and so it's it's so powerful when you can open up if you have a physical thing, if you can open up to the deeper meaning of that, that, that is a very powerful, powerful mm -hmm. thing. And, um, oh, there was something else I was going to say about that. Um, ah, it's gone. That's all That's right. okay. It's okay. But, you know, when we, when we start, what, what you're starting to do is you're starting to shift the energy and the frequency and the chemistry in your body in such a way that you find relief. Yeah. And so that is moving into mindfulness because you're getting at that deep, because underneath the anger is always a fear and, and it, it's based on the child not getting something that they needed. 
right? What did I didn't, what did I want that I didn't get as a child? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't not about things, it's about the emotional aspect, of course, the mental emotional aspect. And so, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, and the other part of that too is it's not just like, um, it's not only things that were, that happened in childhood, it's that things that are going on now and the stresses that are in your life now uh, cause that same inner child that still resides inside of us, right, as adults, that still is a part of our deep psyche, is gets triggered by those things as if it was the same situation, right? So we so we have this sort of unruly child at, at times, uh, you know, that's going off and and needs to be um, needs to have the adult, the parent, and the adult uh, um, saying, you know, everything's going to be okay. <laughs> that's right, and that's right. that's flipping that's flipping from cortex to limbic to, to the amygdala and that amygdala is a sentinel it's always look it's always looking and say do i need to feel this do i need to feel that and it does that to keep us safe so it's very deep subconscious processing which is why we're kind of blindsided sometimes yeah you know oh this is that right now <laughs> explain that a little bit more uh, the about the amygdala from well, going from the limbic yeah, because it's it's the survival part of the brain, right? And so it it the amygdala holds our emotional survival self. So we're all hardwired to feel fear, threat, danger, anger, rage, frust- frustration, escape, submit, freeze, pain, punishment, and pleasure reward. We have to feel those to survive in this life. And so it's all very hardwired, very subconscious. And so the amygdala is responsible to check in with the, whatever's going on. And if we even think that it's remotely, if the amygdala thinks it's even remotely related, it may not look the same at all today's situation compared to our childhood situation, but the amygdala sees it as similar in some way. And so if it sees it similar in some way, based on the memory, which is also in the limbic system, it will start firing one of those survival emotions. And that all that can be going on and we have no idea because it's subconscious processing. Mm -hmm. So it takes us literally something to help us to shift from the subconscious to the cortex where we can see it clearly in consciousness, understand it, um, make a decision about it, choose something that is going to serve us in more in a higher good and maybe serve others in a higher, higher way as well. And then it, it changes the pattern. We literally lay down new neurology that supports that. Yeah, yeah, thank you for brilliant that. System. It's a brilliant system. We're hardwired in every way for survival. And it's so important for us to remember that because when we have those times of overwhelm, you know, that is our survival system coming online and we can literally move into a place of gratitude for that because that's how we've made it to the age that we are (laughs) so thank you survival system for getting me this far now the spirit soul self you know my higher thinking self i'm gonna take over now i'm going to step in which is what you said (laughs) right right and and so and so then so we step in by noticing ourselves by noticing our breathing by doing something that brings us into that 
mindful state that um, that we're that we're going to be talking about here. And and or or what else can we do? Um, well, that mindful right state is our avenue to choice, which yeah. is huge. That is that's the difference, you know, awareness to choice. Because when I have the awareness that I can make a different choice in my life or with my thoughts or with my behavior or with, with anything, now I'm empowered, I'm authentic, and, you know, I'm creating. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. So, so just, I'm going to go back to this book for, for just a second, because that, that's exactly what he's talking about. He's, he's saying that once once you have the information that says, hey, there's there's something that you can do about this that's that's just by understanding information and, and having awareness of it that you can actually, uh, um, you know, basically he doesn't use the word cure, but you can effect a cure for yourself just through um, this awareness. And, right, that, and, so, and that's energy, right? right? That's energy. So energy isn't bound by space and time reality. And so just in an instant of an awareness, we can change the physical response, the biochemistry of, of, of our, and, and the neurology of our being. Right. Magic. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> I love it. Oh. That's so good. This is really good news. I'm feeling so much better now. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> I'm so happy. And we're not yeah. yet, Margaret. <laughs> I know. I know. So let's take a break. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about this when we get back. You're listening to Mystic Margaritas, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. 
Now, back to the program. Welcome back. So glad you're listening in. I have one thing I want to start this conversation with. And okay. that is this statement. Retreat can be in the action itself. You know, because we talk about um, this idea of the I Ching when there's a trial, being able to retreat and go into hiding, withdraw um, from the overwhelm. And, and it's a time of reflection. And we want to move into mindfulness, which is about creating and using our imagination and maybe creating a ritual, not a ceremony, but a ritual that helps us step into mindfulness, such as making, you know, really it's just noticing everything in the moment, whether it's you're making tea and you're relishing the taste, the flavor of the tea or the process of making the tea, you know, whatever it is. But um, so one of the steps in this mindfulness, this state of mindfulness that we're referring to here is really in just thinking about the magical moments, thinking about the magical moments, those, those transcendent moments and letting it just wash over our DNA. I love that idea, wash over our DNA. So for, because what we tend to do in our overwhelm, especially after it's passed, is we go back and replay the negative the negative thoughts, mm. the negative feelings of that overwhelm, that's that situation, that upset. Mm -hmm. And if, but there's also always good moments and wonderful moments. Like um, it, last week I had, um, well, a week before last, I had all of my kids here and it's been 10 years since my two sons have seen each other and they haven't even met their, their own kids. So I had kids, I had grandkids, I had a lot of things going on in this house that's usually quiet, right? I, my bird was squawking, my dog was, you know, so there was a lot of things going on. I was pretty stressed. And, um, you know, in my stress, I'm sure maybe I didn't handle things like the way I would want to handle them. But um you know, when I sit here now, I look back on that week and I, I scan the whole week and just find these really magical, sweet moments with each individual person that was at my house in each moment. And to be able to sit in that and remember it and feel the heart of that moment and let that wash over my DNA, right? Wash over. It's just such a wonderful experience. That alone is magic. That is beautiful. I am, I, I really like that idea and, and how we can um, utilize that to, to bring ourselves back into the present moment with that same energy, right? Mm -hmm. So, so that we can, we can mine the energy, the, the, the uh, those moments, those beautiful moments, instead of um, sort of ruminating on the on the difficult moments, right? We can mine those beautiful moments and bring those into the present moment and and have the most amazing dish dishwashing session we've ever had in our whole lives, or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> The, the the most mindful laundry <laughs> that we've ever uh, accomplished you and, know it doesn't... Uh, it's so true and i want to remind uh, our listeners too that 
you know, the gene keys are embellished in the I Ching. The I Ching is the book of change. The I Ching has hexagrams, 64 to be exact, which line up with our DNA. So we're going back to this idea that some of these challenges that we discuss that from the gene keys and I Ching, these are challenges that human humanity has faced in their lives for centuries. And so, you know, and, and I want to remind listeners that these challenges, it's, it's how these challenges, how we do in these trials and, and how we let them affect us, that can literally trigger, it can flag genetic expression. So there is literally this tie-in with our bodies and our genetic expression toward illness and things like that. Yeah. Coming from these these challenges and trials that we face, and how we what we do with all of that for ourselves, and how we move through it or don't move through it, mm-hmm. there's direct implication to our DNA and our our physical expression. Yeah, and and so then, uh, so so as we become mindful, then we are we're still going to do these things, right? We're, you know, we're still going to be up against it. And it doesn't mean, you know, when we become mindful, it doesn't mean that we're never going to react or respond, you know, in those, in those uh, hard, those sort of more hardwired kind of ways that we have done in the past. We won't always be able to find those, um, those, the really, the new and better way to to react to something but what mindfulness does um and i was looking i was just remembering this you know at the level of mindfulness we we might still react we might still hide and but now we're aware of ourselves doing it we we have like we the mindfulness in itself engages the witness and the witness uh, then says, oh, look at me. I, look at me doing that thing that I do <laughs> that, that doesn't work, you know. Yeah. And, and, and uh, Richard Rudd says uh, in, in this conversation, he says, um, in, in a way, you, you enter a kind of purgatory <laughs> where you can, you know, can see yourself re- responding that way. And, but, but it's, you know, and, I, I think that's uh, it's just it's, it makes us adorable human beings, right? This this is how I like to look at myself when I'm when I'm deep in my stuff, and I'm you know and I'm practicing and I really am working at it to try and and shift myself out of it. I have to adopt this um, attitude of adorable human being like look at how adorable I am and look how you know look how um, I I still respond in these old ways I still react in these old ways and now I'm gonna take take myself and and pull myself up by my bootstraps right and and apply some of my tools that's beautiful because because that is the wisdom, you know, of the ages, I think, you know, learning how to have total compassion and empathy for self, a softness towards self, you know, as support of self in such a way that allows us to be human, 
allows our humanness and um, lifts it up instead of stays in the depths of hell with it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which is not easy, especially if we have, you know, and like you say, we're always going to do this. I mean, I don't care how old we are. You know, we're learning all the time. We're alive. And so, um, you know, we're learning. And so how can we be playful about the learning or lighten it up in such a way that um, everyone feels our lightness? And that's what we create in the world. That that's that's magic right there in my yeah. opinion. And to take us to revelation, revelation always comes in silence and endings. And so it's an ending of the suffering and it revelation is light. Mm-hmm. So again, we're back to creating the mindfulness process that transmutes this heaviness of who we are into the lightness of who we are so that that's what we can express. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that really is uh, a process of remembering, right? We've got for our forgetting and then, and then that mindfulness causes us to remember and to, you know, I like remember because it's to, to become a member again, right? <laughs> to become a member of the whole again and go, Oh, okay. Here we are. I, I can I can look at myself in this in that gentleness, and then once we've done that, like you said, then we'll have this moment of uh, of revelation or of uh, just like an awareness of the higher self that we are, and and that, you know and and that actually is coming in. That's coming in when we start practicing mindfulness, then we are engaging the higher aspects of ourselves, the higher aspects of our consciousness. And, and one of the ways that, that, that I was thinking, you know, I was thinking, what, what are my most, my tried and true mindfulness practice is um, heart centered awareness, right? Just bringing the attention and the awareness down into my body and down into my heart center. Talk about it almost every show. Right. And, and, because it has to be simple. Yes. It has to be simple. And, and, and that's when, like, that's when our genius shows up. That's when our, when we, when we have, when we bring ourselves into our being in whatever way we do and it's, it's emptiness and, and sim- simplicity then we're in our genius and and then the revelation uh that lightness that you're talking about it it just appears or is is it appears or it uh it is yeah yeah it gener it's generated yeah yeah i love that well you know it makes me think of too um when Again, stepping back, right, and seeing the big picture of this upset, the the guilt, the blame, you know, all of that. Think of the body and the tension and resistance and the, I mean, if you really connect with your body experience in a moment like that, you can feel the restriction and the lack of flow and the tent, you know, just all of it. So that what you're talking about when you get really connected with yourself in that authentic, beautiful, loving way, 
you know, you can feel your breath relax. The breath gets deeper. You can feel your muscles start to relax. There's such a physical response to, to work, you know, not working, but being aware through a mindfulness practice, mm-hmm. right? And even um, just going outside and breathing in the earth and being in that moment and looking around and seeing the sky and smelling the smells, you know, even that's a mindfulness moment. And then if we add a little gratitude on top of that, right? Grateful for the experience, grateful for my awareness, grateful for my body in being able to let that go. Um, we do, that transmutes everything into that light you're speaking of. Right, and, and that's, you know, I mean, that uh, the heart-centered awareness or heart coherence practices uh, always include that piece of uh, the gratitude, of, you know, um, uh, generating some sort of positive emotion inside of that heart as you're, as you're, you know, bringing your attention and awareness there. And then within moments, you have your heart, uh, your heart rate variability comes into coherence. And then within a moment or two after that, your brain waves also come into coherence. And then, you know, you're in that place that we were just talking about of where there's the potential for this uh, epiphany or, or revelation to, to happen. And that's, you know, that's, that's like, that's where genius happens in our world. And when we're in that place, I want everybody to get this concept because I think it's amazing. We start to, people around us start to entrain to that same energy. In other words, their energies start to change and shift up to where our energy is when we're in that place. So we, right. it's such a beautiful thing because we're serving everyone, ourselves and humanity by, by finding a way to that place. <laughs> exactly. That's really awesome to think about. And it's, you know, I mean, it goes both ways, right? So when we're, when we're feeling like really crappy, then we can, we can, be the party crasher also, you know, so why don't we instead be the ones that entrain them into this uh, beautiful state of mindfulness and heart-centered awareness. I like that idea. (laughs) Oh, it looks like we're at break time again. You're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for the Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right. 
right, we're heading toward the end of it. So let's talk about some truly wonderful, <clears throat> excuse me, if I can talk, wonderful gems. <clears throat> I'm sure they're in there somewhere. Let me get my voice back. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this, this idea, and this is true of trauma as well, this idea that, you know, I'm not going to focus on difficult memories. You know, our, our mental body can be such a tricky thing, right? And if I continue to just focus on difficult memories over and over again, and I have been guilty of this because I have an intensity of truth seeking that can take me into analyzing something to the point where it's exhausting, you know? And so in doing that, I am repeating the difficult memory over and over and over and over again. And what I've learned is uh, it's fine because I'm trying to understand. I get I get that. I'm trying to understand that within myself. But there's a point where um, I think I you just have to get to that mindfulness state, and that's why the quieting, you know, the the, the ritual maybe. And it's to me, it's like letting it settle, letting all that busy mental stuff go, letting the energy settle from that, so the revelation can come up, can lift up. This light can filter through all of the muck that I've created <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to get at that. So, so it goes to me, this is how I see it is it goes from effort to almost like a harmony. It's just a lightness, mm-hmm. but, but we have to let go sometimes in order for that to filter up. It's sort of like the idea of surrender, right? Absolutely. At some point it becomes, um, are we, can we just be with our past, our, you know, the, the difficult, the difficulties, even if it's a current difficult situation, here I am in this, can I just surrender to it? And and it's, you know, I, I know that a lot of people still don't like the word surrender because it sounds like giving up, but it's not about that at all. It's, it's, it's about this recognition that, that, you know, here I am in this place and, uh, you know, whatever is happening is happening. And through that beautiful um, process of mindfulness, then we we find that ability to just go, okay, so I'm going to surrender to this and find that delight or, or that, that beauty in, in whatever is happening and whatever's in front of me. And, and I think that that's, you know, that, that's the lightness that happens and it doesn't usually happen unless we have done that, unless we've surrendered somehow. Yeah, so I was having an interesting conversation with a friend today, and 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 there was some struggles um, with with in her life, and um, you know she was talking about movement and how she just needs to figure out how to move through something, you know, create how to create movement now at this point in her life, and blah blah blah. And it occurred to me after we were talking, I sent her a text because I said, you know, I'm I'm going to throw this other word out there. And maybe it'll help you refrain. And that's going from movement. Movement is very finite. It's very structured. When you think of movement, it's going from point A to point B or, you know, it's, 
you know, you're moving, it's very finite. Mm -hmm. And I said, how about, let's use the word flow. How about, what about the word flow? And because flow, just like it is, it's fluid, right? So it's, there's room for expansion. And that's what I think of when you were describing um, this shifting of energy. Beautiful. That's that's actually the the word that I was going to use, but it didn't come out of my mouth, so it came out of your mouth. <laughs> it just flowed right out. <laughs> right there. <laughs> yeah, that's so good. Well, I think I think flowing because you know, flowing is just such a great word for maneuvering through life mm-hmm. and allowing. To me, flowing and allowing go together. And, and that all means surrender to me. Yeah. So I just glanced down here and uh, I'm looking at a, a quote from this 33rd gene key in the, in the 64 ways. And it's talking about revelation, the city of revelation. It says true remembering is a kind of de- detonation inside of you, a flash flood that wipes out your past and reveals the greatest mystery of all the mystery of the eternal now. I just thought that was a beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because as, as we, you know, as we really do unfold into who we really are and we have that remembering, it really is a flow and it, and, and we can be present with ourselves and our lives in such a beautiful way just by, um, just by allowing and and surrendering to whatever's in front of us you know and that's 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 mindfulness that's presence that's you know all of our gifts that way there's a gentleness in all of that too that i like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i you know i think that you you said this earlier but but that's that's so important that gentleness piece is so important as we're moving through our lives and and handling you know handling our times when we're really stressed out handling uh you know the present moment right we have to be gentle with ourselves and i think we have to have a sense of humor (laughs) yeah lighten up lighten up cookie little cookie i guess we'll i guess we're right at the end here so thanks so much for listening in thank you everyone yeah and we will see you next week yeah i can't remember what we're talking about but something good (laughs) you're gonna love it thank you for choosing to listen to the mystic margarita show Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.